I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic. We're going to be talking about menopause. Now, this is something that many people don't talk about. We shy away from, and there are so many different ideas around menopause that are wrong, or that need to be changed a little bit. Now, menopause is something that I first experienced when my mom went through it. and then many many friends after that who were going through perimenopause and then menopause and then i understood such a different journey their life was going to be taking and all the issues and the worries that they had along with it and with us we have an expert dr amrinder bajaj and she's just written a fantastic book called live your best life understanding menopause for a wiser happier and healthier you i was just reading it and i love the way she's written it in the form of stories and very exciting and it's full of lovely you know she's added fun to the entire story so I, i think that is a very good way of putting this topic across dr bajaj thank you and welcome to the habit coach podcast thank you for inviting me it's a pleasure being with you all thank you dr bajaj can you tell us a little bit about yourself i am a gynecologist an obstetrician and gynecologist i did my post graduation from all india institute medical sciences and if i want to brag a bit i got a gold medal too president silver wow. medal and uh, Uh, I was the head of the department of uh, Max Pitampura when I was in Delhi but after my husband expired my kids live in my son lives in Gurgaon so I shifted here and at present I am affiliated to Fortis Memorial Research Institute Gurgaon lovely doctor how did you decide to write this book where where did the thought come from there were so many women in this age group you know they say the practice ages with you so when i was young i was more into obstetrics then i grew older then the patients also became older with me and then they age with you so they had all these problems and they were i was not fed up but i was tired of answering the same questions over and over again then it surprised me i used to take i was to give talks on uh, menopause to the lay public and to even the doctors so even the doc the doctors would come and huddle with me later on and i don't know i'm having pain by having intercourse or i'm having this uh, urge to pass urine and all that so i think a book such a book was in the order of the day fantastic so it was one book to answer all these questions that you had been getting repeatedly being asked so doctor in your entire practice have you noticed that there is a change in the way women's bodies are functioning from the start of your practice to now the reason i'm asking this is we just did a podcast last week on how menstruation is starting earlier and earlier over this entire century right mm-hmm. a century ago it used to start 7 at age 17 now it's starting almost at the age of 12 is there a difference that you've noticed across your practice as well when it comes to menopause or menstruation see uh, surprisingly those who have early uh, menarche it's called menarche the start mm-hmm. of the first period they usually have a late menopause it's not ki jaldi shuru hua to jaldi khatam ho jayega it's not like that and on the other hand the fertility clinics are flooded with women with premature menopause they delay marriages or they delay childbearing because of uh, career or other various other reasons and then like instant turmeric noodles they want to have a baby immediately the, the cycle they try that is that does not happen and then after that they go from doctor to doctor and then they try and then they realize that the ovaries have started packing up very early we are not sure of the reason exact reason but could be the pollution could be the, the stress could be a lot of other things and then they found we find that the ovarian reserve is so low 
there's a thing called AMH that levels are low the woman is born with a certain number of follicles in the body so this is the only organ in the body that functioning before the woman expires herself so these are the two issues that are very either they get very late menopause or they are very early menopause which is not conducive to fertility one thing and secondly there could be issues because of premature menopause and what are the kinds of issues that happen with premature uh, menopause like what typically takes place in in a woman see premature menopause is a woman is said to have attained premature menopause if she has she stops having a period before the age of 40 years and uh, menopause is she if doesn't have a period for at least 12 months one year so in that case whatever issues that were to arise after menopause like heart diseases like fractures cancers and all the other age related metabolic diseases like uh, hypertension diabetes thyroid they will occur at least a decade earlier and they will decrease her life span also and if she's trying for a baby that also will be a big issue so both these Correct. are the two things that can doctor occur. with uh, from reading your book i understood that there are two very interesting aspects of this one is the the physical the medical aspect of what happens and the second is the social aspect you know how you feel as a woman as how you feel in society how you feel as a family you know there's one aspect of the medical part the other is the social part how do you see that social life changing or the or the personal life of a person changing maybe through perimenopause towards menopause and after see i could divide our population into the urban and the rural lovely the rural people are not too worried they take it casually in the stride as a routine as a part of life but we are so westernized and so youth oriented that we think it's just a stepping stone into old age and you will be called an old hag or a prune dried up prune or something which is not true correct because the ovaries don't stop functioning immediately and then and these women get so uh, the first story also I wrote about a woman who was so scared of menopause that she wanted to reiterate her youth by having an affair with a younger person which is just not done there are every there's a beauty to every stage of your life and uh, we should just take it as a my, take it in our stride as a gateway right of passage to a whole new world see with uh, as with every milestone in a woman's life be it puberty be it pregnancy there are hormonal upheavals that have consequences but the equilibrium is restored sooner or later after pregnancy or puberty while the depletion of hormones after menopause is permanent so those people who job it is to look good like film stars and other thing they are really because their livelihood depends on that or high corporates or the young people who want to look young in general high socialites and all that they would try all these botox and facelifts and all that the real thing is that if you lift your spirits it's your attitude that should change you should be happy healthy and like you say inculcate very good habits so that you are comfortable in your skin even if it is old or wrinkled that's important we're going to take a quick break see you on the other side welcome back all right let's jump into the conversation doctor this is such a important point how do you drive this home with your patients you know like one is saying but like do you give them like tips on what they should do to remain happy you know young and youthful it's attitude i always give the example about uh, two people who developed insulin dependent diabetes so one was a woman uh, complaining all the time hi maine roz injection lagta hai mere ko ye nahi khana mujhe wo nahi khana aur meri zindagi barbad ho gayi hai 
and people stopped sitting with her after a while because she was always grumbling 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 and the other person he thanked the doctor who invented insulin took his shot and went on with his work it's just the attitude so it's the attitude that has to change they should be lucky that they've become old enough to reach menopause they're people who die young and there's so much they do they have to do right now but they could not do before due to child rearing child bearing peak of their careers elders in the house whom they had to look after the children have gone to explore their own lives their own uh, professions and sexualities the elders have gone to netherlands and the husband is so busy in his own job you've got so much of time for yourself you can do whatever you want i, I swim at the same i uh, i write writing is a passion for me and i keep telling them be creative exercise your mind as much as your body join and groups that is i think the key for it right like the way that you're saying it keep doing different different things i remember learn a friend something. of mine learn something new exactly and i was saying i remember a friend of mine so the two stories here one friend who was sulking when her menopause was coming she was like oh you know everything's over life is over that exactly like you said and the other friend we actually had a party for when she agreed that now menopause has hit you know like you said that wait for one year after your last period yeah. so after that one year after last period we actually had a full party for her saying that this is your new rite of passage into a new yeah. life altogether that's true. Yeah, yeah yeah that's important it's it's like we celebrate puberty we don't celebrate this yeah Sorry. yeah that's true uh, i had sent a poem to zolak about the habits i wrote it specifically for your podcast that the woman and menopause should uh, inculcate but whenever you want we can read that out also oh please this is the perfect time okay you have it in front of you yeah i wrote it just 2 days back when i was this uh, podcast was confirmed and because it was all about habits so that is what i wrote for you all i've written one on menopause that's on the in the book also the fun in the beginning that you must have read i think i did i did menopause and me no pause so now is this, this is this is specifically for you and your podcast Yay, thank you. Mantra for the menopause. Eat right, sleep tight, exercise light. Don't forget that you still have a future bright. But relaxation, breathing, meditation and yoga. Ye sab bhi tumko karna hoga. Keep old friends but learn things new to make life retain its interest in you. Grow a garden, paint travel abroad and for the gift of life thank the lord what makes life worth living is your attitude as we have all recently discussed your positivity and your sense of gratitude love and make love with abandon and passion though there are some difficulties with this which i'll mention later love and make love with abandon and passion for at no age does bliss go out of fashion though for health checkups you must go yearly to catch contain and cure diseases early however minor don't push any symptom aside reach out to your doctor and let her decide whether it must be taken seriously or ignored for if caught early even cancer can be cured live life to the fullest there's life in you yet believe me when i say This is the best that life can get. Doctor Vijay that was lovely. Thank you you, you hit all the right spots on this one and there's so much to discuss with this poem going forward. Thank you so much for writing it. Thank you. Doctor you know you mentioned enjoy your life, take it easy, go with it. 
right? Yeah. Um, and you also touched upon the aspect of have sex with abandon. <laughs> I love that aspect of it. So what are the things that people can now look forward to after their menopause? Like you said, all these aspects. What are the things that, you know, we should be focusing on instead of saying, See, no, no blood loss, no uh, pain during periods, no premenstrual syndrome, that PMS that troubles people, no need for contraception, no childbearing, no fear of childbearing or uh, child rearing. Having said that, you have to use contraception for at least two years after menopause. Sometimes an erratic ovulation does that kind of people can get pregnant. And then you've got... That's uh, what happened to my grandmother when yeah. with my mother. Yeah. And, and my mom was just telling me this story when I was discussing this book with her. And she was saying my the doctors did not used to believe that she was pregnant for the longest time. This is obviously many, many years ago, 80 years ago. It was very interesting. Good, because you've come out of that. No? That's yeah, nice. There you go. <laughs> erratic <laughs> ovulation. Here I am. <laughs> yeah. So then they have all the time in the world, the privacy in the world. But there could be certain issues that can interfere. That These are the positives that they can uh, regarding sex. I mean. But there are certain issues that may arise which need to be addressed and they, are, they can be addressed. So they don't have to shy away or be embarrassed and to come to the doctor that it's not like that. So because there's a, it increases a sense of well-being. It increases the closeness between partners also. So it's good to be sexually active as long as you can. Correct. And you had said that there are some issues that also can come up. What would those be? First and foremost is vaginal dryness. Because of the depletion of estrogens, the vagina, which is elastic and moist, it becomes thin and dry. So while intercourse, there is the friction is so excruciating, painfully, painful, like it's like grating live skin. So the husband is put off because the wife doesn't, she he thinks she's not interested in me or sex anymore. And she cannot bear the thought of going through all that again. And that is just a simple remedy. First, they can try lubricants. If it's mild, the um, dryness is just mild, the lubricants will be good enough. Otherwise, we'll come to maybe HRT later. But one of the reasons for uh, needs for HRT is vaginal dryness. And she doesn't have to pop in a pill because pill has side effects on all over the body. There's just a vaginal estrogen cream that she has to apply and uh, every night for three weeks and then twice a week for about three months. So it becomes very comfortable. Then there are others who have decreased libido. Decreased libido because they've got other diseases associated with it. They've got hot flashes and cold sweats. They've got sleep disturbances. They've got mood swings. And so they're not mentally prepared or they don't want to have sex because of that. If those things are, and again, this dryness also. So if they are cured, cure, then this thing. And surprisingly, some women, especially those with hirsutism hair here, there and all that, they have an increased sex desire after uh, menopause. That is because every woman has a certain amount of testosterone, male hormone circulating in her body, which is responsible for her libido. Libido is like sex desire. So once the estrogen levels fall, the testosterone gets the upper hand. That's why you must have seen Budia with hair growth. Of course, now people like us remove it and all that, but the others don't. Na? So those right. women are also more uh, inclined into having sex. So that's, that's important. very interesting. I like the way that you can actually see the testosterone and the change that takes place in that. Dr. Perimenopause, can you talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that also and the symptoms that come with it? Because that is the first stage that women get exposed to what's going to happen to them. See, like menstruation in Indian women is usually over by 45 to 52 years of age. 
but there's a varying period it could vary from months or years also that the hormone levels begins begin to wane they don't uh, disappear suddenly so that can cause erratic sort of uh, ovulation erratic production of hormones which can work create chaos so this chaos can be in the form of the, the normal natural menopause should be like delayed scanty periods and then gradually it stops डेढ़ महीने दो महीने में आया फाइव डेज की जगह तीन दिन हो गया एंडिटलीज Everything that occurs at that time should not be considered कि ये तो मेनोपॉज से पहले होता ही है The neighbors will tell you, your granny will tell you everything. कोई बात नहीं चलता That is not true because especially this inter spotting in between period. अच्छा it's not always due to cancers or something like that. You to be scared. There could be other things, polyps, fibroids, erosions, a lot of other things. But if you have postcoital bleeding, that could be a symptom, sign of a cancer cervix. so that should never be ignored and that people don't come to us because of embarrassment secondly is intermenstrual bleeding is also not acceptable thirdly we'll talk about later postmenopausal bleeding the bilkul bhi nahi don't take that in your stride you must come to the doctor so if you are ha- having all these things you don't have to get scared about it but you have to go for a consult and to diagnose the cause it could be just hormonal disturbance which you can treat with the hormone tablets or it could be a small polyp or a fibroid that can be that is amenable to treatment but we have to make we have to get, have it in writing do a dnc and see it's not a pre cancerous condition which could be 100% cured or early cancer which again could be cured 100% don't wait till it's too late and attribute everything that occurs during for to menopause perimenopause very interesting and during perimenopause do you also have low libido dryness etc or that mainly happens after may okay they can all start having hot flashes and cold sweats even that time and they're so confused ki ye kya ho raha hai the periods are and still i'm having all this so because and then some people are bloating because the hormones go haywire suddenly they'll rise suddenly they'll come down and then the body is confused they are uh, confused and that's what so they start having menopausal symptoms in the perimenopausal period and they might need hormones to uh, regulate the cycle provided we are sure that there's no cancer mm-hmm. after certain investigations and they might be all right till they reach that age fantastic all right so that was dr bajaj and we were talking about how we can start understanding menopause and in the next episode we're going to talk about what are the different things that you can do to make menopause and perimenopause easier now like i said this podcast is very important not just for women going through this but also the families and loved ones so they understand what their mother or wife is going through now if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on social media we are at ivm podcast on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am at ashton doc on twitter and instagram we have a brand new habit coaching online course quizzes videos and a lot more on the website awesome180.com so check it out now